you know, at the end of the day, football is football. All Patriots, all, all the time. Ooh, that, that's spicy. All Patriots, all, all the time. Welcome to, 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 to First and Foxborough. Man, oh man, it has been a busy couple of days, hasn't it, Patriots fans? And guess what? It's only going to get more busy. But you know what? We still got a little time before all that. In the meantime, though, I'm with you through it all. I'm Kyrie Thompson from WEEI. I'm the host of First and Foxborough. Make sure you follow, subscribe, download, listen on the Odyssey app, and wherever you get your podcasts. All that good stuff, all right? Look, a lot going on out here. Nikhil Harry just got traded yesterday. Check out the recap episode that I did on that one. Obviously, it was a long time coming, but I mean, it's still news. I mean, it's not every day that a first round pick gets traded, right? But now on to some more positive things about the New England Patriots, right? I mean, there's been a lot of, you know, doom and gloom about, um, you know, offensive play callers and what's going to happen to Mac Jones and Nikhil Harry's bust and all of that, right? Why don't we talk about some things about the Patriots that are actually good? For example, their safety room. Kind of random, but hear me out on this one. We'll we'll get to the point here. So look, I mentioned a couple of times, both in written form and on air, um, I did some positional breakdowns a couple of weeks ago, that the safety group that the Patriots have, I think, is the best position group on this roster from top to bottom. You've got Devin McCourty, who's still playing solid football, heading into his age 36 season. you got Kyle Duggar, who could emerge into a star. Adrian Phillips, who's been dependable since coming to the Patriots and basically whatever role that they've asked him to play. You just signed Jabril Peppers. you got some young guys, too, that I mean, we'll, we'll be interested to see what happens with them, like Josh Bledsoe. And... I think that they're really going to rely a lot on this safety room to cover up some of the deficiencies that they have in other places on defense, like the linebacker room especially. Last year they played a lot of three safety groups. I expect that they're probably going to do that again to mitigate some of the issues with their linebacker speed and just overall skill. And also, I I think that there's a possibility they play four safeties more often than you would think, especially if Jabril Peppers is healthy because of the versatility that that can give you against some of these really fast teams that will try to spread you out and pass the ball, sling it all over the yard, beat you to the sideline, X, Y, Z. In particular, I mentioned Duggar. I think that he has the potential to be the best player on this defense by the time the season ends and, and one of the best two or three players on the entire roster if he really starts filling out the potential he has. He has crazy ability, and he still has a lot of room to grow, especially as a coverage man, but his his instincts for the football, his physicality, love it. But real quick, I want to go back to talking about Devin McCourty because I saw in, something interesting last week that really piqued my interest and got me thinking, okay? So, I mean, over the past couple of weeks, we've had ESPN putting out top 10 lists of you know different position groups, quarterbacks, running backs, I mean, all of them, right? And if you look at those positional rankings on ESPN, you won't see any of the Patriots safeties. I mean, none of them even got a vote, let alone being mentioned in the top 10. However, I saw something from Doug Farrar of Touchdown Wire in USA Today last week that I found very interesting. So he did his own rankings of the top 13 
safeties in football. It's like a mixture of stats and, and you know analytics, but also a little bit of film study. And he actually put Devin McCourty, Devin McCourty, who is about to be 36 years old, who has only made, what, two Pro Bowls and three second-team All-Pro teams. He put Devin McCourty as the number three safety in all of football. I mean, that feels a bit rich, right? When you think about Devin McCourty, you don't really think of unbelievable playmaking and yeah, he's getting interceptions all over the place. Like he only had three interceptions last year, right? You're not thinking of these crazy highlight reel plays that you're seeing from like a Justin Simmons or a Micah Hyde or like things you would see from like Ed Reed back in the day, right? You're not really thinking of him in that way. But I just, I found it really interesting because while doing this breakdown, I feel like Farrar really kind of captured this underrated portion of Devin McCourty's skill set that I felt, I mean, I mentioned this during the offseason before free agency got going. This was like during the combine-ish time, right, where Devin McCourty's still on the market and everything. And I mentioned this at the time, I really thought that the Patriots had to make sure they brought him back. And I think some people were like, yeah, he doesn't really produce anything. He's getting old. Like, I don't know. Like, you don't really need him like that. And and I remember just thinking, no, he's still really useful. He's still productive. And particularly when you have a defense that is so uncertain as the Patriots defense is this year, and you're not sure if you have the personnel to play man coverage the way you'd like to. And I mean, there are holes at cornerback and linebacker and all that stuff. Doesn't it make sense to have a guy that you trust to just do his job at a high level, no matter how old he is? It's not all about the plays that are made with McCourty. So if you look at the raw stats, I mean, like I said, McCourty had three interceptions last year. Both Duggar and Phillips had four. But when you look deeper, you you realize they didn't really go at Devin McCourty a lot. Like, that's not, I guess, maybe all that surprising because he was playing in the deep middle of the field all the time. But, I mean, check out some of these numbers. So, McCourty played, according to Pro Football Focus, McCourty played 620 coverage snaps last year. He only got 24 targets come his way all of last season. And of those targets, opponents only caught 12 of those balls for 159 yards, no touchdowns, and a passer rating of 31.8. That's really good stuff. And there were a couple of nice plays that Ferrar included in this breakdown that showed the way that he, you know, did make plays on the ball, even if he wasn't getting interceptions. There was the interception he had against the Indianapolis Colts, where Carson Wentz tries to throw it over the middle as a tip ball. And McCourty probably would have picked it off even if Jamie Collins didn't tip it. But then you saw the ball skills from McCourty as he's like crashing into Jamie Collins to hold on to this ball and haul it in for an interception. It was a really great play by him. And then there was another one where he got beat by Keenan Allen down the field on what looked like a deep corner post where Allen got McCourty to flip his hips towards the sideline and then breaks it back to the middle of the field. It really looks like Allen had him dusted. And then 35-year-old Devin McCourty hits the Jets and breaks up this pass. I mean, it could have been a better throw from Justin Herbert, but still it's a really good play by McCourty considering how rough a position he was in. Just great makeup speed and recovery and will to get back in that play. And there's one other play from last year that I felt really highlighted 
some of the genius that he has on the football field. So this was against the Jets in week seven in that game where the Patriots put up a 50-burger on New York, just absolutely clowned them in Foxborough. And on that opening drive, there was a third down play. The Jets tried to run a pick play with, with Corey Davis to try to get him to screen off the slot defender, and they tried to get Jamison Crowder free on a wheel route down the right side of the field. So interestingly, on this play, it was a really good defensive call by the Patriots. So Miles Bryant is coming on a slot blitz here. Devin McCourty's in the middle of the field to start out, and Adrian Phillips is on the completely opposite sideline from where Corey Davis and Jamison Williams are lined up. But then at the snap, Bryant comes on the blitz. McCourty rotates over to fill in for Bryant, who was lined up over Crowder. So Bryant was going to be the guy who had to get around this pick and cover Crowder on the wheel route. Now it's actually McCourty who's dropping down to go ahead and take Crowder, and Adrian Phillips comes sprinting back to take the deep middle of the field. So it's a really interesting coverage rotation that they do here. And McCourty doesn't necessarily have to get picked here, but if he just decides, okay, like I'm going to come down and fill in as hard as I can to get to Crowder then maybe he gets himself out of position here. I mean, there had been times last year where, you know, McCourty didn't take the best angle. Like there was that one deep ball during the Houston game where like JC Jackson, uh, you know, tries to get a jump ball and misses. And McCourty, instead of making the tackle, he overruns the play and it ends up being a touchdown, a long touchdown by the Houston Texans that really just shouldn't have happened. And, And I put that on McCourty a decent amount. But on this particular play, McCourty was really patient with it. He waits to see what Crowder is going to do. And then when Corey Davis kind of comes up and does his little, little, uh, you know, slant pick, you know, and it would have gotten Bryant if Bryant had been in man coverage on Crowder here. But instead, McCourty sees what's going on and he loops over the top of the screen and cuts off the wheel route before Crowder can ever get open. And Zach Wilson really wanted to go to Jamison Crowder on this play, but he isn't able to because McCourty's going to pick it off or at least at the very least make a play on the ball. So he's got to eat that. And then Miles Bryant gets home and gets the sack. So, I mean, if there wasn't a blitz or, or even if McCourty had taken a worse angle, That play probably could have happened, but it doesn't happen because Devin McCourty is where he needs to be. He's probably seen this so many times in his career. He makes a great mental play, and it results in a big play for the Patriots defense as a whole. And that's the thing. We're talking about interceptions and and pass breakups, and all of those are great. You want to see your safeties and your defensive backs rack those up, right? And and a lot of times, that's how you, you get paid the big bucks, to make those plays on the ball. But especially when you're primarily a deep safety, the way that Devin McCourty is at this point in his career, it's not always about the plays that you make. It's about the plays that you stop from ever happening because you are in the right place. You don't get fooled. You stick to your discipline and you know what your opponent is trying to accomplish. And at this point in his career, Devin McCourty is doing that just about as well as any safety out there. So even if you're not entirely sure if Devin McCourty should be called the third best safety in football, you got to admit the guy has still got it, even though he's going to be playing this next season at age 36. And it made all the sense in the world for the Patriots to bring him back on a cheap one-year deal. Because I mean, look, 
that's a small price to pay for peace of mind. And we'll see if he continues to be that rock for the Patriots defense. Goodness knows they could use him this year. That's all I got for this one. Keep an eye out for more content coming on First in Foxborough. Remember to follow, subscribe, listen on the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay tuned. Till next time.